right. So if you were able to do this one thing, you would never yo-yo with your health and fitness ever again. Would you be into it? Game changer. <laughs> right? Who doesn't want that, right? Who doesn't want to know the missing piece, the one thing that if you were to do it, you could have a sustainable, maintainable transformation forever. 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 Em, I feel like we had to talk about this topic early in the podcast, don't you think? Yeah, I think so too. I think that um, I'm not sure that this is talked about a lot in any area of our lives. Yeah, and it applies to every area. Every area. Yeah, the, I, I would say that you're looking to get a certain outcome with, and you're looking for that outcome to be sustainable, right? And right. To be sustainable, it means you need to be able to do it at a certain pace that you can sustain and maintain it for years. Years to come. And so... That's what we all want, right? We want to be in our best physical body, in our best mind, in our best self for years. You don't want that to stop. Right. So you don't have to spend any more time, energy, or mental bandwidth on figuring out how to be fit or going through the vicious yo-yo cycle. You can just be in that body. And there we go. Okay. So, so Angie, what is that? What are we talking about? We are talking about a very popular word that's floating around right now, consistency. <laughs> da -da -da. Da -da -da. And I'm excited about it because before you and I jumped on, you were kind of like, yeah, you know, like, I feel like if people didn't have the what mindset, if we could get them to be flexible with it. You said it. Oh, yeah. Um, perfectionism. Yeah. Right. Or I was like, yeah. Or maybe to some people it's the all or nothing mentality yeah. or the black and white thinking. If we can get you yeah. to, to live more in the middle and help you understand that literally the only thing that matters when it comes to results is figuring out the things that you need to do for your goal and be intentional with those and then just do them on repeat over and over again consistently you'll get the result you want and maintain it forever yeah I love that I um I think that was something for me very early on that shocked me um, I did not believe that consistency was all that had to happen to get the results you wanted until I trusted the process and just kept going. This revolution revolutionized my life. I even have a little bracelet on my wrist right here that says keep going. Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah. Is that I, a little word project one? It's a little word project one. Yeah. I love yeah, that one. Just keep going. Um, I guess maybe from the standpoint of, gosh, how many times have I quit before I was right there at the brink of success, you know? Yeah. Well, and I know you were going to, you had a little story that you had shared with me before about how you thought you were going to get a result in a different area of life, not health and fitness. So we're not talking about Emily's diet. We're not talking about your your nutrition, your, your yeah. workouts. But yeah. you were like, yeah, like I wasn't very consistent with my execution. And because of that, you weren't getting the results until you realized if you did show up and practice consistently, you could get the result easier. Oh, yeah. I wanna, we're talking about college, right? We're talking about college. Yeah, I want to talk about this really quick. I like this story. I like this story because I like how yours was different and the lesson in the two approaches here. Are, yes. Yeah. It's and, very, okay. And, and and I feel like this is, who who doesn't have a story about school? You've been in school at some point in your life if you're in America. So we can all relate to this. To this, for sure. But so for me, when I showed up in college, it was like like all 
hell broke loose. I lived in a very strict household. I So I partied. And I decided that I was going to drop an art class, but then I forgot to drop it. And I, I kid you not, I had a game plan for why showing up to class that whole first semester was going to work out for me, but it didn't. And so I came home with like a 0.5 GPA and my dad said, all right, you're going to community college. I am not paying for a university until you get your shit together, basically, you know. But I am happy to report it, it took me six and a half years to go through college because it took me a really long time to want to want to go. To, yes, to want to actually do the behavior to get your GPA up or to get your degree. Right. And so I think that we can all testify to the fact that, like, if you're going to pass... You're going to have to show up to your class. You're going to have to do the homework for the extended period of the remainder of that class. <laughs> yeah. So um, I would, I went kind of similar with my diet, you know, but with college, I went through this process of taking six hours, dropping down to three. And because, um, you know, I was failing because I wouldn't show up. <laughs> and so I would just drop that class and I was like, oh, well, I got three hours in. Until one day I woke up and I was like, I'm going to be in college forever. (laughs) I'm not making any traction with three hours here and there. So I just, and here's the the thing that I think makes my story so cool. I was moving away from pain in that decision. I had gotten to a place where all my friends were graduating. And I had like, as I sat down and looked at it, I had two more years left. Holy cow. I'm going to be like the oldest person in school because people are moving on. People are graduating, you know? And I had to decide, like, don't believe them if they're partying and telling you that, like, it's all going to be good. You've got to go to class the next day. So I had to, like, make that decision. I'm going to do three 18-hour semesters, having never even accomplished six that I can remember (laughs) in the last year. And I'm going to, like, get this out out of me you know I'm gonna graduate I'm gonna get this like out. maybe a year and a half behind my friends and still be okay with that right. time frame you know and I'll just never forget everybody laughed at me even my parents <laughs> there Emily you know you were being let's start with 12 hours like let's maybe do a reasonable load you haven't really <laughs> stuck to anything you know and I'll be damned you guys I finished three 18 hour semester an aggressive approach for some very hard classes and I did it yeah and I brought my GPA up to a 3.5 there you go right and so okay there was a couple things that you said and I think there's good parallels to what we're going to talk about when it comes to health and fitness right now yeah you have to want to want to do the action yeah to get the result yeah as a sustainable result yeah so we can do an action and we can get a result. But if it's not something that we kind of like, that all of a sudden becomes maybe an easy part of our day or an easy execution, we're most likely not going to carry on with that behavior, right? It's not going to end up being a consistent thing that we do month after month, year after year. And so like kind of looking at your story, it's okay well what part of that though that when you did decide to go all in and you knew the ultimate outcome that you were you were achieving that you actually wanted to do does that make sense you have to oh yeah you have to want to want to do it now when nothing's gonna stop you right right and so like a a lot of yo-yo dieting that I had done in the past I'm like of course how you mentioned pain I'm like I didn't want to be fat 
I didn't want to look the way that I looked. I didn't want to just stay in my room and try on hundred different outfits yeah. and then have a little pity party and then decide not to go out with my girlfriends when I was a social person or if Paul would like you know come wanting to be intimate I'd be like nope don't want to do that I feel disgusted right so I would just push away from pain right so I would do actions like a cleanse or starve myself or whatever because I knew I could get the result but I never was going to do that long term consistently because I didn't want to do any of those things like right who wants to seriously just eat or drink juice for like three days over and over again to be in the body of it is not sustainable it's, right, it's not right. sustainable right and so like my story is a little bit different when I was thinking about okay how has consistency served me right because you'll hear people say consistency is key consistency is king right and yeah there is a lot of truth to that but I have- love what you're about to say because you took a different approach yeah very similar like goal we were getting towards okay but tell us because this is beautiful about if you flip it how it can work for you how you can work for you okay so I as you guys know I started my online business really in 2018 and so I had been putting out content on social media I would say since 2015 probably maybe before that right like Facebook became a thing when I was a senior (laughs) it's when it was the Facebook wait a senior in In college college. yes I remember when they were doing a handful of colleges it was was a trial run yep and you had to have a college email address yes you had to have your edu and so University of Illinois was one of them so that was in 2006 right when Facebook came on the scene and so it was probably 2015 that I was like I'm gonna start really posting stuff and I had built a really big following right where I was able to speak about health and fitness back then right okay and and so I had like my Instagram had a lot of followers my Facebook group was I don't know it was probably 3,000 people it was like a public group I had consistently shown up since like 2015 and posted every single day Right. Yeah. Oh, maybe not since 2000. Okay. I think it was six months before I started my online business. I was like, I'm going to start posting every single day. Cause most of online business coaches tell you, like, if you can consistently show up every single day and add value to those people that you're trying to speak to for six months, at a certain point, you're going to see it like turn where people will start to find you, right? Yeah. Or people will start to share your stuff or whatever it is. And I was like, I can do that. I knew what I wanted to achieve online with my social media presence in terms of impacting more women. I was like, okay, all I got to do is post every single day. That's all I have to do. Yeah. Okay. And I consistently did it and I would plan out my week. Like what were the topics I wanted to share? What were the women in my life struggling with? So I could plan my content around it. I had probably hosted at that point, maybe 15 free challenges. So I had a lot of content, not only on my normal social media, but in these like different groups that I would host. I constant like networking connection. Right. Well, in August of 2020, I got five years, five years, five years. Okay. Of consistently showing up like every single day almost. And now at this point, like my business had made a turn from 2018 to 2020 because I had really built my network between 2015 and 2018. They're like, our business was growing online, right? And like my presence was going, like people knew who I was. And I got a note from Facebook and they're like, your account has been shut down now. Oh my gosh. This was right in the middle of COVID. So we closed the gym doors in March of 2020, right? So all of our 
like revenue, like our livelihood was coming through online at this point. My mom was like towards the end of her life. Like, so there was a lot of emotional stuff going on where I would drive back and forth from Chicago to St. Louis to see her. So again, all of my business was online and it's like, your account has been temporarily shut down. I was like, what? Like every big deal. A lot of years and a lot of consistent like show up. And so I had some friends that worked at Facebook. They could not get my account back online. And it meant Facebook and Instagram because they're connected. Both of them had shut down. Right. At first I had a pity party, right? Like I was pissed. I was like, I'm going to throw in the towel. I'm like, F it. Like I've worked so hard and like just for this, they can just shut down your account. They said I can, I violated community standards. Now I don't know. I share recipes. I (laughs) share pictures of my kids, whatever it was, but somehow I violated a community standard and they shut it down and it did not come back online. And all of that material was lost. All that material. And I mean, years of trainings. Like I have produced a lot of stuff. Right. And I could have looked at it as like, screw it. This happened to me. All woe is me. And Mm -hmm. I will just stop. Right. And that could have been the end of it. But I did something different. I was like, well, wait a minute. Like, all it means is I just can keep consistently showing up but I can do it in a new way. And so the beauty of finding a way to be with your health and fitness or the way that I was on my online presence was I just had to understand how to consistently do it time over time. And when that happened, I got flexible, right? I was like, huh, well, maybe this is my opportunity to learn a little bit more about myself, to learn how I am connecting with people, how I am adding value. Am I actually showing up truly as Angie when I'm on there? And it took me a good week because I think I had a pity party for a week. Yeah. So I was like really sad. (laughs) As we're human and anyone would. But I was like, okay, I'm going to come back bigger and better and stronger. And at that time, I had only had probably 20 women in the program in 2020. Right. Everything shut down, but I already had the practice in place. I knew how to plan content. I knew how to do Facebook Messenger. I knew how to do like online media marketing. All, all it, right, all the skills you had gained were there from staying consistent. Right. And not spreading myself too thin, right? Like I wasn't just putting in energy and effort towards something that wasn't going to get me to where I wanted to be. I was just doing those things on automation at that point. Right. And see, I okay, so I love the comparison of the two stories here because where I was doing something that was unsustainable and unrealistic for a short period of time to move away from what I didn't want. And, and I think this is really important to say because um, it's necessary to move away from pain sometimes and to, to have that be a motivating factor. But... Um, Sometimes when you're feeling that desperate, you're not really doing something that's proactive and sustainable for years. So I love the consistent, like what, like you said, you were to get curious about your life. What do I want to move toward Mm -hmm. in a consistent way that draws me towards pleasure? Something I want, somebody I want to become. Yes. And so when we, when we go this like full circle now, like you're probably like, how are they even talking about health and fitness right now? (laughs) Because consistency shows up in all areas of life. Yeah. Right? But if you feel like you are 
going through the yo-yo like diet or you're going through that vicious cycle of starting and stopping right or black and white thinking or perfection mentality you're actually probably just not focusing on showing up consistently as the person Emily was just talking about that you're pulling yourself towards this vision of the person that is the healthiest fit you see like when that happened to me I was like at first yeah it's okay to have feelings of sadness and self-pity but I was like but wait a minute I know who I am trying to be as a leader in other women. So now I just have to maybe tweak it the way that it looks, but I already know how to do the practice of it. Yeah, so true. And this is a great time to talk about this because this yeah. is a period where maybe this year you weren't that consistent, but swimsuit season's coming around and you got to hustle. You got to figure it out real quick, how to get some pounds off. or right. And maybe we were doing some unrealistic things. Yeah, and so, like, the the way that we look at consistency, like, through our lens, right, through our perspective, is every single person has a different goal, right? Right. So the habits you might need to be consistent with possibly are not the habits that you're focusing on right now. Yeah. Does that make sense? And so you feel frustrated or you feel like, I just need more willpower. I just need more discipline. But you just might be executing in a way that doesn't make sense for the person you're trying to become the body you're trying to be in and what makes sense in your life. And so we're big on like, hey, let's look at what your goal is and then we're going to reverse engineer from there and you're going to show up consistently with just the behaviors that matter for you to get the result. And you're going to practice them because game day is like, maybe for you it is walking into the pool in a bikini. Maybe it's being in like your family photo and feeling confident. Maybe it's a beach trip. Maybe it's a wedding dress you're trying to fit in. But like you're just practicing for game day. So then there's no perfectionist mentality attached to it. There's no all or nothing mentality attached to it. It's just making the plan, executing the plan, doing it consistently, revisiting how it worked in real time. Right? Absolutely. And I I do think that... You need to expect to have to take an audit as you go on with where you want to be and if something's not working, why? Um, Because every season is different and being okay with that too. I love that you said that you have to expect that every season is going to change. And when we mean seasons, Em, you want to kind of touch on like the seasons that we talk about? Like, yeah, it's like a best example I can give is like the seasons of our lives, you know? Um... And a lot of the time, in, in the Angie Method, we talk about we can't constantly be in a state of losing weight. We would, you know, a fat loss phase. We would wither away, you right. know. Um, and it's not realistic, honestly. I've got some clients right now that are just like, summer is busy. Summer's busy. Summer's almost like, but we have this mentality where we just want to keep pushing in on the weight loss and it might not be the right season for weight loss. You know what I mean? So for me and my approach, like sitting down and taking an audit of like how I want this to look since I'm going to do this for years, um, you know, I'd rather be in a fat loss phase like anywhere from February to like middle of May because <clears throat> I don't have a ton going on yet. I'm, you start to be outside more in less clothing. And so that is a fat loss phase season for me. And then I'd rather just like maintain where I'm at all summer looking good, but I'm busy. There's a ton of trips with the kids. 
Um, they're out of school, so that looks different, time management. And then I'd like to head into, you know, we reverse to get calories back in to build muscle. Um, during the holiday season, I'm wearing more clothes now. I'm able to enjoy more calories and more food. And then I'll come right back around through the new year into a fat loss phase again. And you're cycling in and out of the different phases of your life. But I got to be honest with you guys. I have tried to put myself where I thought I should be in, in a season where like, if you are not in alignment with that, if you are busy and you are trying to force yourself to do something that you don't have time for and you don't necessarily want to do it, you will feel so much resistance and it will become hard and you will want to give up. It'll be impossible to consistently show up. Yeah. Right? And so this is cool. Okay, so Emily's talking about like seasons of like your body composition, right? Like whether you want to lose body fat or you want to just stay where you are. So both of those are different seasons of body composition. There also can be seasons of life where you might be a new mom, right? Or you might have a busy work season. Maybe you're an accountant. You might have a season where you're caring for a loved one. These are all different seasons of life. But it doesn't mean that any of the behaviors with your health and fitness should really have to change if you are consistent with them. Here's what I mean by that. So we're all going to, most of us are probably going to eat if you're watching this. So you eat with intention. Most of us are probably going to drink water at some point of the day. You, you drink water with intention. Most of us are going to sleep, so you sleep with intention, right? Like all the behaviors that are going to, quote unquote, get us to be a healthier version of ourselves. So water, sleep, what you eat, how much you eat, uh, your activity level, your workouts. Those are all behaviors that most people would probably think of when they think of like healthy being healthy and fit. Right. Right. And so it's like, how do you understand which ones you put into your structure and you consistently show up with? So if you're throwing a curveball, just like I was when my entire account got shut down, I had practiced every single day posting on social media and planning out content on a weekly basis that it didn't matter when that storm came through. Cause I was like, Oh, it's just an opportunity. I got to pivot and move. I might need to do this different. And so let's say that the things you're focusing on are your food. Yeah. Let's say your fitness and your water. Let's take those three. Okay. Right. And right now you want to lose body fat for the summer season. Well, you're going to pay attention to your meal prep. You're going to consistently be meal prepping. You're going to be consistently understanding which foods are going to equal the amount that are going to warrant the body fat loss, right? So you're going to be eating less food. You know what foods are going to help you do that in total amount. And then for, let's just say for your movement, maybe you're looking to look more toned. So you're going to be strength training. Okay, maybe four times a week because you're trying to build more muscle. Now, a different season hits, but you've already been practicing, right? Like you've already been consistently working out for four months. You've already been paying attention to your meal prep for four months. You're, you're mindful of the types of foods that you eat. And, all, and life changes. It's like, are you just going to stop eating? Are you going to stop moving? Are you going to stop drinking water? You're like, no. You know what I'm going to do though? I'm going to look at this different where you're like, I don't have time anymore. It's a busy work season. Like I can't commit four hours of strength training. You're like, this might be a season where I just maintain and I hold on tight. So you're like, I lessen the amount of days that I work out. I lessen the time. You're like, you know what? It's a busy work season. I need more flexibility to go out with client dinners or whatever it is. You're like, I already know what to eat. Now I'm just going to eat a little bit more of it while I maintain. Does that make sense where the execution of it might change, right? But the practice itself, it's still a consistent behavior you show up with, which is how 
you maintain easily and not yo-yo ever again. I, I totally agree. And I think just like a higher level view on why we do that. Like say you were to get all of your water in at six o'clock at night. Well, it's probably not going to work for you in your sleep. And, and essentially you'd give up on if that was what you were forcing yourself into, you'd give up on drinking as much water, wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, it's, it's the same thing with every single action that we take in our lives. If you don't feel like that is working for you and at the time in your life that you need it to be working for you, you're going to give up on it. Right. You're, you're going to feel resistance the entire way. So it's like figure out what works for you. You, It's still important to you. So how would this work? Yeah, there was a study done in 2015 where they had all these different groups of women and they all did different diets, right? Like, so some did paleo, some did keto, some did, you know, whatever else it was, right? There were all different diets that we're probably all very familiar with. (laughs) But everybody got similar results. And the one thing that they realized in the study, it was it didn't matter what you did as long as you consistently executed with it. I love that. Yes. And so that's the power of our health and fitness. Like when we say we want you to do things that excite you, that you like to do, that you enjoy doing, that's how you will consistently do them over time. Not like M where she was like, I'm going to consistently do this right now because I'm going to get that GPA up and I'm going to get out of here. Right. I I was exhausted and a mess by the end of it. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to do this where I understand how to be flexible and I can do it for the long haul. Yeah. Uh, Take me back to that study. What were their findings? Well, it it literally was almost identical fat loss. It didn't matter what the plan was, because if you guys were to know, if you followed the diet, you were in a calorie deficit and they were all set up to be in a calorie deficit. Here's the beauty of that. So if you just have to consistently show up with your diet, realistically, you can eat whatever you want as long as it's within the amount that warrants fat loss. So if you consistently show up, right, and you're like, okay, this is what my day looks like. These are the foods that I want to eat for sustenance, like energy. Here's what I want to eat and drink for celebration. And all I have to do is fit into this number consistently over time, you would lose weight, which is where a lot of freedom in our program comes from because we're like, hey, you're in the driver's seat. As long as you consistently pay attention to the amount you're eating, and your protein intake, you can have whatever you want. And yeah. there's so much freedom there for people. Yeah, and we there's so many quotes out there too. You know, you can't beat the man who doesn't stop. Yeah. You know? And I one of my new favorite hashtags is consistency is the new currency. And that was so powerful to me because um, I think that I was chasing perfectionism even though I knew it was unrealistic. Yet I was still using it to manage my life. Well, if I could just... And that might be why we say on Monday. Because Monday might be this like arbitrary time where we're never going to mess up again. Yeah. You know? Yep. But... If you just keep going, that's why I have that bracelet on. If you just don't stop, you're not going to fail. Right. So I feel like we could kind of like round it up with some like actionable steps, right? So Emily and I really like to present our concepts and like the problem we see, share a little story, but then we want to leave you with actionable steps. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, go and do the things. So I would look at, here's my first tip I would give Em, 
if you're looking at, okay, which behaviors will best serve me right now as feeling like the healthiest version of me? I would start with one that's really easy to execute and that you can do consistently over time that doesn't require a lot of effort. And it doesn't matter if it's going to ultimately give you like the fat wash you want or whatever. Like you just have to build trust with yourself to yeah. know that you can consistently do these things. And so show up and execute, show up and execute. And I feel like the easiest one is either water intake or step activity, right? Yeah. Because they don't require much ba- mental bandwidth. And what I mean by that is we're all pretty much going to have like a water bottle by us or you can put one by you. Water is readily available. And step activity is great because you don't have to like get to a gym to do it. You literally just have to either move around your house or put some tennis shoes on and go outside. And so pick something that you know you can do easily that doesn't require a lot of yourself like energy wise to put into it mm-hmm. and then you'll start consistently executing it. So M, if we take that example, what would be your tip to start to put that behavior or habit into someone's structure? You you use this term with me a lot. Habit stacking? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you were leading me into Okay, I was leading her. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Um yeah, we both love Atomic Habits by James Clear yep. and he talks about habit habit stacking and he he talks about Honestly, too, we all have some things that we're pretty good at and we're doing or things that we're doing without thinking about it. This is just what we're doing. <coughs> For example, when I was in school finishing up um, my nutritional therapy certificate, I had a lot of reading and I wasn't necessarily finding time to be able to read what I needed to read when the assignments were due. And um, I was like, I used his habit stacking and particularly pairing a habit I wanted to work on with something I was already doing without thinking about it. Taking Ava to ballet every Tuesday night for two hours, I had to sit there in the parking lot. Perfect time for me to bring my book and read. And I then I knew it was going to happen every Tuesday. Yep. And so I think you can do that with anything, really. You know what I mean? Like figure out what you're already doing that's pretty mindless and you're that's not going to change. Stack the habit you're working on. Do it immediately before or after. Yeah. To pull it along. Well, and I feel like water is a great example. So let's say I'm sure most of us probably brush our teeth every day. Most of us maybe two times a day. But you could, if the water's the goal, you have... You have to have your like visual in front of you, right? So maybe you have your water bottle sitting by your toothbrush and every morning after you brush your teeth, you stack the habit of drinking water. And at a certain point, it just becomes a part of you. You're not thinking about it. Probably how you don't think about brushing your teeth or putting your clothes on or tying your shoes. You just do it because it's something that you do. We want to get your health and fitness behaviors to be exactly the same. And that's how they become a consistent practice where no matter what happens, whatever obstacle you face, whatever stressor you're dealing with, you're like, well, I just drink water because that's what I do. I move my body because that's a part of me. That's what I do. And so then you could just say, okay, brushing my teeth, then I'm going to have 20 ounces of water. Or maybe you start out smaller, but it's a reminder that you already are doing an existing behavior and you're going to attach that one to it. Yeah, I love that. And I think that goes for steps too. I think one of the, or just getting any form of physical activity in, I think the biggest thing we hear is I'm constantly working or I sit at a desk or I do shift work. I don't have a lot of time. There is always some place. It might not be like, for example, you might have a desk job and you might not have time to go for a 30 minute walk 
But do you have three 10-minute days, 10-minute periods of time in your day? Right. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like, you make your own roles. You make your own. Right. And so we're all about, like, you play your own game. And whatever that game looks like is how does that fit into your structure and your schedule so you can consistently show up with it and it doesn't have to look like anybody else's. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's like, look at your structure. Pick one to two behaviors you want to start out with. Attach them to something else until it becomes a consistent practice. I also like to make like a seven-day goal for anything that I'm starting where I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it seven days consistently and then I'm going to reward myself with A, B, and C, right? So you're you're actually telling your brain like, hey, you said you were going to do that and yeah. you actually did that. Like, that's a great job, right? Yeah. Like, keep doing it. You just rewarded me. I want you to keep doing that behavior. And again, the whole point is to get it to an, be an autopilot behavior where it's something you don't think about. Yeah, and definitely reward yourself, you guys. That's something that um, I would love to get better at. Follow through on what you say those rewards are. Because if you don't, you're then you're just teaching yourself, well, I don't really reward myself when that happens. Yeah, so I, I'm kind of full of shit. <laughs> right, well, we'll do a whole nother call on rewards. It's yeah, a good one. Exactly, okay. Okay, and so that would be that. And then just learn, like, when something doesn't go as planned, right? Like, when you do plan to do your workouts, right? And you're, like, consistently showing up for four weeks, and then all of a sudden on the fifth week, you, like, miss all three in a week, right? It's not a means to stop. Just kind of how, like, my account got shut down. It's just a learning opportunity. It's like, hey, what changed in my schedule? Is there any place that I can ask for support? Do I need to change the execution of that behavior? Whatever it is for your workout, where you're, like, able to dissociate yourself and look at yourself from a different lens and be like, oh, you know what? Like the activities with the kids started to pick up, right? Maybe I do need to change the time of when I'm doing my workout. Maybe I can only commit 30 minutes. Maybe I'm going to switch to walking while they're on the field. I can walk and I'll get back to my strength training in a month or two. But you're constantly in this make the plan, like execute the plan, revisit the plan. And that's how you just keep showing up consistently. And that's how you'll never yo-yo again. Yeah, I love it. I feel like that's it consistency is the currency there you go em you try your tagline challenge you guys to try one percent better effort at being consistent at something in your life this week and let us know tag us i was just gonna say pick your behavior and we can make it like a fun challenge and like tag us on your story like how it's going maybe you just choose water you choose steps you choose eat protein at every meal whatever it is like it doesn't have to be something glamorous or yeah or huge or perfect okay i'll say mine right now I'm going to try to get back to getting above 8,000 steps in a day, which you might be listening and be like, well, that sounds easy, but I sit at a desk for a living. And so I feel better when I move more. So I'm going to be consistent with carving out pockets of the day, even if like you said, if they're only for 10 minutes and for this week that the podcast drops, I'm going to get in 8,000 steps a day and I will report on my story. I love it. I love it. What about you? Okay, well, so I'm going to cut right now because swimsuit season is coming. And um, you know I love to eat. I love to eat. I love to eat, Um, especially on the weekends. So (laughs) I I don't want to be here long. I could extend this out and eat on the weekends. I really could. But I would like to have seven, seven to 14 good, solid, days of being in alignment with my food um and yeah I'm, I'm gonna reward myself at the end of that with a trip to the spa okay but just so I can ask you a question you guys you're getting coaching Angie right now <laughs> what does alignment with your food mean Emily well so we know like what are you consistently yeah. trying to do with your food 
Yeah, I've got some set macros right now. Oh, and so you're I don't try to hit your targets. I don't want to come out. Yeah, I need okay. to hit my targets. Yeah. Okay, so she's going to consistently probably plan in advance. Think about what her day with her food is going to look like. <laughs> and and I've hit said, it. I've said this to everybody now, and I'm I want you guys to know that I'm not perfect either. I'm in a situation where it was just like in college. Been having a couple six hour semesters and I'm going for 18 hours right now. Just going all in. I got it. I got to build up that habit. Oh my God. Wait, this is so funny because you do like to go fast with your fat loss. And like, I'm pretty good at maintaining consistently all year long. So then all I have to do is whoop, like tighten it up a little bit more and change the way that I show up and boom, right where I want to be. So, you know, you guys, some habits. Yeah. What what is it? I don't (laughs) I don't know. Some habits die hard. <laughs> Old habits die hard. What the heck is that saying? Till the next time. We'll figure it out. Okay, M. So we would love your guys' feedback. I know that we're brand new to this, but if there are any you know, future topics you want us to talk about, if there's anything food, fitness, mindset that you're like, I need you know, more help with that, any suggestions, we would love them. Be sure to send them over to us or... Just let us know how we can best serve you. Yeah, and we just really encourage you guys to, if you like what you're hearing, if you find this valuable, um, you know, share with family, friends, like, subscribe, um, definitely tag us. Um, I'm on Instagram at Emily Mitchell HCX. We would love to hear from you guys. Yeah, and I'm on there at Angie.Lingzo. So that's it. Thanks for joining us. All right. Bye. Bye.